Welcome to another episode of Mostly Sports. This is your host, Keon St. John. I'm going to be breaking down this Chargers-Patriots playoff game. Um, if you want to call it that, you can call it if you want. The Chargers playoff debacle. You can call it a pounding given to the Chargers from the Patriots. Either or, whichever way will be an accurate description. Man. First off, man, I was a Charger fan. As a Charger fan, I went into this game fairly optimistic. You know, I thought Chargers had a good a good chance on getting this victory. Uh, previously, this season had a real good road record. We all know that Chargers only lost one one road game, and that was in LA versus the um, Rams. So every every time they got on the plane this year, they won with victories in Kansas City, Pittsburgh, Baltimore. So, <clears throat> you know, I was fairly confident. But nevertheless, I knew who the Patriots are and were, excuse me, and who they are. And, um, you know, so I expected a good game. I didn't expect to see what I saw out there today. Uh, what I saw as a Charger fan is pretty much like if you're if you tied up somewhere and you're watching you're watching like a family member or a real close friend just get beat up and you just gotta watch it. You just gotta watch your friend, your family member get kicked in the face, blood spurting out everywhere, they gasping for air, and you just gotta watch it. Yeah, that that's that's the pain that us Charger fans felt today. Um you know, but the credit goes. And it, let me let me say this too. It didn't start off like that. I mean, first quarter, fourteen seven, Patriots had the lead. You feel pretty good about that if you're a Charger fan on the road. Uh, Philip, he, he was sharp early in the first quarter, and his wife was a factor. We, they pretty much proved that was going to be their recipe for success. Was going to be James White today uh, catching the ball out of the backfield, and also Sonny Michelle running down running down the field, running up the tackles. Hitting, uh, he got some outside runs as well. Um, he looked good. So um, the first quarter, you know, 14-7, looked like, looked like we was, everybody was in for a nice competitive game. But then, then the second quarter started. And that, that soon, that fast, the onslaught was on. The murder was beginning. And the Patriots just started being the Patriots. They started being very, very efficient. Had a very, very good game plan. Brady looked good. He had a lot of zip on his ball today. Um, And you could really tell that, you know, they came in with a real good game plan. Um, Real good defensive game plan, which I looked like it was to put pressure up the middle on Phillip Rivers. And because he can't move, that pressure up the gut was going to be tough for him, as well as the weather having an effect. With it, with it being so cold outside, once you release that ball, um, it kind of dies in the air. You know what I'm saying? You, you can make a 15, 20-yard zip pass, but once you get past that 20 yards, the ball kind of dies in the air a little bit. It kind of hangs. It kind of floats a little bit. And... Um, 
they almost have to be perfect, and they wasn't. They wasn't. I don't blame Philip for that. Really, we should have. Uh, Chargers probably should have ran some screens or uh, something to to stop that rush because they was coming. They was coming all day. It looked like they took a page out of the Baltimore Ravens book. They was crowding the line of scrimmage and just bringing one more man right there. And uh, for all you Madden players, you know that. Um, when guys are just blitzing like that, either it's going to be a big play or it's going to be trouble. And today it was trouble. It was big plays out there to be made, but um, the opposite happened. It was trouble all night. Uh, Patriots, they look like uh, the same Patriots that we all know. Either you love them or you hate them, but they do what they're supposed to do. Even though Brady's getting up there in age, uh, this two-week, you know, that buy really helped them having a week off. Um, and Belichick, he it's almost damn near impossible to beat him. If he has two weeks to prepare for you and you only have one week, he just knows what to do. I was hearing Tony Romo say today they ran plays they didn't run all year. They saved them just for this just for this day. And they got a few more players that they didn't run all year and they saved them for next week. You know, so that buy is real, real hard. Belichick is a masterful motivator and masterful game plan manager and he 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 had a great game plan on offense and defense um you know i really thought if the Chargers would have lose like this this would have been like you know they lost 41 28 but it really wasn't closer than that it, it really wasn't as close as that really uh, to be honest with you it was behind the eight ball ever since the second quarter second quarter the onslaught started and then it didn't stop you know um so I, I was I was impressed nevertheless with Brady, you know, even though he still he does what he does, he's consistent in what he at what he does. It still was uh, impressive to see him flinging that ball out there. Like I said, he had zip on the ball. I was looking to see that because a lot of times this year um, the ball was coming out fluttery a lot and with not a lot on it. Looked like he had fell off of that. Uh, uh, proverbial cliff, uh, cliff that they always talk about with these older players. They just get bad really, really fast. And I thought he was there. I guess not. I guess he still got some left in the tank. You know, the Patriots, they're, they're funny because, you know, they play, you know, during the regular season, um, you know, because of their conference or division, rather, they're going to end up in the, they're going to win the division and get that first round by no matter what, even though sometimes during the year, this year, they looked fairly human, but they have shown vulnerability in the past in the regular seasons. We all have seen them get hammered. They usually have a few bad losses each regular season for whatever reason, but when the, I mean, not for whatever reason, it's the NFL, you know, you play and everybody plays and you prepare and, uh, you know, they, but they seem to always be able to afford those losses and they always seem to learn from those losses and always seem to be playing better, their best football towards the end of the season. Um, it's almost like um, once the regular season over, they get a few new parts and they put WD-40 on all of those parts. And therefore, once the postseason is here, their offense and defense runs with no friction. It just runs. It runs well. It runs really well. <laughs> almost almost psychotically well, really. Um, like I said, Sony Michelle looked good. El- Elderman, El- excuse me, Edelman had a lot of had a lot of uh, catches for big first downs. And, um, I'm not gonna say nothing about the penalties 
uh, not believe because they were uh, more aggressive. They got um, they got leeway on some of the penalties, but it doesn't mean that uh, you know I don't necessarily like blaming the refs. You know, it's always calls that go against both teams, and it just seems like it's it's always going against you when you're losing. But in reality, it goes both ways. You got to keep playing. And you got to not put yourself in those bad situations. Um, side note, um, Sarah Thomas, uh, a female ref, was the first woman, first woman ref with an on-field assignment in the postseason, Sarah Thomas. So I, I thought that was due for uh, for a shout-out. So God bless her and respect to that. That's, that's all right. That's real, real cool. Sarah Thomas, first woman ref with an on-field assignment in the postseason NFL. That's all right. Um, and also, when you when you go up early like they did, like the Patriots did on the Chargers 21-7 in the postseason, they're at home, crowd behind them. You really put ultimate pressure on the other team, ultimate pressure, and they can feel it. And you can almost feel the game slipping away, you know, when you're up, when you're down by that much. Um, it was you – you also can see, even though they was up 21-7, they were still – Patriots were still going for it on fourth down. They was going for the kill. I always talk about that. When you have a chance to put your opponent – put your foot on your opponent's neck to take that opportunity, that's what you do. You want to bury them. So even if they do make a run, it really doesn't affect you as much. And the Patriots are a good team. They know these things. This is why they got, what, six rings or so. This is why Bill Belichick – Bill Belichick is probably the best – football coach I've ever seen in my life, you know, ever laid eyes on, you know, uh, as far as the NFL is concerned. Um, and it's because he's always ready. He always comes up with a real good defensive game plan. And him and Brady and Josh McDaniel, the offensive coordinator, always come up with a good offensive game plan to where people are open. The the, the screen the screen game was 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 open. They, they ran the ball, the play action. And I was impressed too that Gronk Rob Gronkowski, he didn't necessarily make great catches today. Uh, he probably only had a few, but he was sure as hell blocking the hell out of everybody. He really, uh, him and that tackle, whatever tackle that is over there on both sides. I know one of them is Nate Soldier. I forget what the other tackle's name is. They was double teaming Ingram and Bosa, getting up to the, to the next level linebacker safety, and Gronk was really... Putting his uh putting his foot in the ground and, and blocking the hell out of everybody, which opened up room for Sonny Michelle. He had over 100 yards running. Like I said, James White, he was able to get a whole lot of stuff out of the backfield. And Roman was talking about this during the game because the Chargers play a zone. Um, Sonny Michelle, you know, or rather James White out the backfield. That back out the backfield is going to be open a lot, you know, because the corners are going to sag a little bit over the receiver taking that stuff away or, or the linebacker's going to sag over the middle taking away the tight end and uh, crossing routes um, so that running back is going to be open out there and they and they did that that zone that running back is guaranteed going to be open and also what they did was in the zone since it's not man one for one every man being counted you can motion and then on, on a snap bring over more players to that side of the field which you're going to outnumber those players on over there, so they're always outnumbered when you do that against the zone because nobody's lined up. If if you can dig what I'm saying, some of y'all do, some of y'all can't. Just go with me. Um, you outnumbered over there. Um, 
when it's a zone and that causes problems. This is why when it was throwing those passes, guys is running down the field, seven yards, eight yards, you know, untouched damn near before they get tackled. So, um, you know, and that's, that's a game plan. That's a good game plan right there. Uh, I thought we should have switched it up maybe a little bit, um, but I'm sure they would have had a, they would have had another counter if we did. So, um, and, you know, Anthony, Anthony Lynn played, had, had a good second full season as head coach for the Chargers. Um, you know, but today, um, today the whole Chargers coaching staff was out coached by the Patriots coaching staff. The whole Chargers coaching staff was out coached by the Patriots coaching staff. I mean, I really thought Gus Bradley, being um, a veteran defensive coordinator, also has experience as the head coach in this league, would have been able to make some some adjustments or something eventually. But as far as against the Patriots offense, but they couldn't. The Patriots offense ran through the Chargers like hot butter all day, all day long. Um, no matter what play they was calling, it was working. And they only stopped scoring really because it looked like they took their foot off of the gas. Looked like they wanted to keep something in the tank for next week against Kansas City. So, um, I was impressed. I was in, I was impressed by, I mean, I, respectfully, I mean, obviously it hurt to watch my Chargers get hammered like that. Had big hopes of, you know, going to the AFC Championship game and playing. But uh, it just wasn't meant to be. Um, the, the Patriots, uh, you know, they stay ready. Therefore, they ain't got to get ready. They always ready. And it's always business with them. They, so, you know, and, and uh, I, I failed to mention also, just it just was this kind of day for the Chargers. Desmond King, all-pro, punt returner, kickoff returner, corner as well, nickel, all-pro. You know, he had that uh, punt, punt fumble, which was huge. Um, Chargers actually had a shot finally at, at that point. He got a three and out finally. I think it was 21-7, and, and he fumbled. And they got the they got the recovery. Patriots recovered, and that's what this these big playoff games is about too. I don't care what sport, you know. These big playoff games is about or postseason sports period. It's about who's gonna make mistakes. Somebody's gonna make a mistake eventually. Somebody who's gonna do it. And sadly for me and and, and my Chargers and Chargers fan base. It was Desmond King that really, that was the big mistake that really allowed the floodgates to stay open. Because, you know, it's 21-7, you, you score, you, it's 21-14, um, you get the ball at halftime. Okay, now you can see something. Now you can see something. But you fumble right there, 21-7, you fumble, give them the ball on the short field. They go score. Now you're down 28-7, and that kills your morale as a team. I'm not saying the Chargers uh, quit or anything like that because they came from behind a lot this year. But... You know, when you're playing a, a, a juggernaut, you know, you're not pretty much going to come back on these juggernauts. You might come back on another team, but not a juggernaut. Not the Patriots. Not Belichick. Not Brady. So, um, they did great. So, they did great. Third and longs all day killed, killed the Chargers. You know, really couldn't run the ball that effective. Um, and once you get down by that much, you you kind of uh, start panicking a little bit, start throwing a little more than maybe you want to, and you're getting third and longs, and they was 
applying pressure. You apply pressure and something's going to happen. Something. And something that happened was uh, Phillip was rushing his throws. He got sacked a couple times. You know, he wasn't able to get out the pocket. Guys wasn't being open. Wasn't getting open as fast because the pressure's there. You only got a short amount of time to make something happen. And Craig just capitalized on that. Third and long was all day in this cold weather. Uh, it was going to be bad. It was going to be bad. And uh, it sure was. It sure was. Um, I don't think the Patriots made any mistakes today. Like, really, like, they they damn near played a flawed, uh, 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 flawless game. Like, they really look good. And they deserve it. You know, it's the reason why they keep going back, why they keep um, <clears throat> ending up in the same position. They got the recipe. And, yeah, they might have... Uh, Film some stuff before. Yeah, they might have deflated a ball or two, but they also outgained playing the other team as well. So, I mean, whichever way you want it, they give it to you. Um, you need two weeks to beat to beat Belichick. You really got to break get in there. You see, obviously, they lost last year in the Super Bowl. It was close, but they lost. But the Eagles were able to find some some, some knickknacks and and was able to uh, exploit some things with that time. And you really need that time. If, if Brady has two weeks on you and you have one week on him, his experience just overrides that and, uh, and really capitalizes on that. So that's what that's what took place today. So they killed, they killed my Chargers, 41-28. It was a butt whipping. Um, but uh, respect to the Patriots, man. And now the AFC Championship is set. Patriots in Kansas City. Uh, that's going to be interesting because the Patriots will not be at home. They got to come. They got to go to Kansas City. But uh, I don't know, man. It's like, are you really going to bet against Brady and Belichick? You know, it seems like the Chiefs should win. It seems like they have the quarterback to do it. it seems like their defense, if they play, defense played like it played yesterday, then um, they'll have a, a, a real good shot. But um, but we'll see. It should be a really good game. It should be a really good game. I'm looking forward to it, even though uh, um, I'll kind of be in a mourning for my team losing and season being over for at least the first two or three days of the week. And then I'll get out of the funk and, 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 and be all right by Wednesday and get ready for the NFC and AFC championship game this weekend. So I'm going to give credit to today as well to uh, the Saints. The Saints play really, really well. Uh, today as well, they came back. Uh, Philly got up on them fourteen nothing. They came back though. The Saints were tough to beat at home. They are Drew Brees and Sean Payton is a perfect match. They go together like peanut butter and jelly or ketchup and mustard on a grilled hot dog. They go together really, really well. Um, and um, you know they they play well. I, I actually picked Philly to win that game, but uh, but uh. Thought you know Nick Foles had a little bit of magic in him, but that magic and magic ran out at the end of the first quarter. So um, I'm looking forward to next week um, NFC AFC Championship game. We'll see who who's going to go to the Super Bowl. I'll be breaking down both of those games next week as well. So uh, I'm gonna sit here and I'll lick my wounds. Um, Probably look at a little film, see where we see where we went wrong, at, see who we are going to try to maybe draft. In the, in, uh, when the draft comes, what, what positions are we going to be looking to? 
get stronger. The Chargers do have a good core. They do have a good core. The thing is, though, we don't know how long Phillip is going to be able to do to be effective. We don't know. You see what happened to Eli. He fell completely off of the cliff. You know, Big Ben, yeah, he's almost on the cliff as well. Almost. He, mentally, he's like half already halfway out mentally. Then, you know, it's Phillip. That's that same draft class. Uh, so, um, so we'll see. We'll, we'll see uh, how how they, they put it together for next season. Like I said, the Chargers do have a good nucleus. Got a lot of good players. I mean, see, so had more, the most pro bowlers in the NFL, so they have a good core. But nothing matters except the postseason and third and seven. And if you can complete it, that's it. That's the only thing that matters. Or convert it, whichever way. That's the only thing that matters. So all these pro bowls and good seasons and all of that, it doesn't matter. It's about the postseason. If you don't get it done in the postseason, then you have failed. In the end, only one team will be able to smile and everybody else will be back at the drawing board. So with that being said, I'm going to get on out of here. Chargers get hammered by the Pats. I feel terrible. But uh, that's what it is. Pats and KC next week in the AFC Championship. I'll see you guys then. Thank you for tuning in. Please remember, win with class, lose with class. I'm out.